podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, we've got podcasts, interviews, and content on all sorts of subjects. Football, wrestling, MMA, boxing, films and TV, conspiracy theories, and more. I forgot to play the intro clip, so I'll have to edit in afterwards, which is disappointing. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. We're going to talk wrestling with my guy. But um, I wanted to just say a few words, first of all, just to pay respects to Mr. Howard Finkel, who passed away, I think it was yesterday, um, one of the greatest, if if not the greatest, ring announcers of all time, and uh, certainly someone who I'll always remember just from my childhood and growing up. He was a true, true great, and uh, from what I can gather, was an absolutely excellent human being as well. So uh, condolences and respect to him and his family. I uh, he'll be sorely missed, even though you know we haven't seen much of him in recent years. He's still an absolute legend of the game. And uh, speaking of legends, my guest, my co-host, my friend, the baddest guy on Ace Podcast Nation. Hmm. He's a writer and interviewer for Post Wrestling. He has his own YouTube channel, Andrew Thompson Interviews, custom URL. That way. <laughs> Mr. Andrew Thompson, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hello, how are you? It's always good to be back on the the Ace Podcast, back with the nation. One of the best podcast groups around, sir. Got all types of podcasts. Got the Andy Campbell show. Got everything, man. Oh, yeah. It's just straight, straight legends, dude. And uh, echo your sentiments about Mr. Howard Finkel. Rest in peace to that good man. I know he had some health problems over the last couple of years, so the only, you know, uh, positive out of this is that he's not suffering anymore. Good, yeah, man. Watch over. So you know, thank, thank Howard for all his contributions to the wrestling business. And uh, yeah, that man is a definitely a legend. And I'm glad he got to, you know, get his Hall of Fame flowers while he was still here. So for real, mate, that's absolutely correct. Um, grew up on the Fink, and uh, I was disappointed when they. You know, when they stopped using him, because I felt like it was a bit early. You know what? They're like, particularly at that time, they were really like, oh, you're too old. Time to go. They did it with JR. You're too old. Bring in Michael Hole. Um, and, you know, they still had uh, had a lot in them, I think. Obviously, with uh, Howard, he's been ill, like you mentioned. So hopefully his uh, any pain or, or suffering that he was going through is, mm. uh, you know, he's over now. But true legend of the game Definitely. Um, it has not been a good couple of days for wrestling i've got to say um so the wwe on wednesday uh vince mcmahon via a video uh to all wwe employees he basically said that to you know to save money etc in these tough times in the, with the coronavirus, that they'd be letting go and furloughing uh, a lot of staff. 
um, and that uh, that the staff who will be in furloughed would get a text message telling them what to do next, and they'd also be ringing people to uh, tell them that they're getting released. Um, so a lot of people from backstage producers, um, you know, corporate staff, uh, various, and then also a long list of wrestlers got either furloughed or released. Um, and it's not good, man. Um, I have my opinions on it, which I will get into in a minute. Um, but just generally, uh, Andrew, what did you make of that when uh, you first heard the news that, that, that it was coming, first of all? Uh, like I, I kind of expected that it was gonna be a lot of people, because of the situation we're in right now. So I was already thinking about. I, 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 I thought that it wasn't. You know, I, I thought it was gonna be like at least twenty, but I didn't think it was gonna be as like it obviously was a lot more. And there's people who haven't even spoken out about getting released that have been released or furloughed, or yeah. So it, it's it's crazy, man. It's a crazy situation, and it's. It, I, the, the thing is, like WWE, they kind of put themselves like in this position uh unnoticingly like by loading up on so many people like i mean you, you you couldn't have predicted a pandemic like but you know that this is like sort of the price of you know bringing in so many people you know and having these large contracts for people that you aren't even using for the most part reckon you got uh and, and I'm, I'm interested to see how you know their production even comes out because like you uh shane helms he did an interview with busted open and he recently got furloughed and he was talking about how important um Billy Kidman's position was. And Billy Kidman is basically like the, the the timer for every WWE show. Like if if somebody goes out there and he tells them they got eight minutes and they go over eight minutes, Billy Kidman has to be the one like within the span of like 40 seconds to find other time from other segments and take that time and put it into the next segment or move it around you know what i'm saying like that he they said yeah. shane helm saying that billy kim has been doing that like the best out of anybody like for the past uh time that he's been there so and now they got to replace billy so that i'm interested to see how things you know operate as far as the you know the production and, and how smooth things go now that somebody who's been a top person in that position and isn't there anymore yeah it's it's not good. Um, <clears throat> i got to say, I am frustrated by it because I feel, I do feel like the WWE didn't need to release these people at this time. I do feel like, like they've made it clear. I think they said that they had $500 million to see them through the, you know, the next few months and weeks. They made it clear that they had money to fall back on um i feel like they could have i understand them furloughing like office staff who are not in work and have you know can't work from home so i can understand furloughing those those members of staff to a certain degree it's not good but i can understand that um with regards to the wrestlers i feel like it's real shitty and i feel like if all wrestling was still going if all the indies were still going i feel like they wouldn't have done it oh yeah i feel sure. like they they've for done sure. it because they know they they can't go straight back to work they can't go and work for ring of honor or impact or, or all these various different places because none of them are running shows outside of aew and of course 
AEW is not going to pick up, you know, everyone. Um, I'm just going to run through the list quickly, the full list of wrestlers who got released. So you had Kurt, Kurt Angle, Rusev, Drake Maverick, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan, No Way Jose, uh, Mike Kyoto, the referee, uh, Mike and Maria Canellis, EC3, Aiden English, uh, Leo Rush, Primo, and Epico. And of course, then you had some producers as well. Um, was there anyone on the list who surprised you? Who you thought, wow, can't believe they've released them? Yeah, Leo Rush. Completely. Like that, that was the person that caught, caught me like immediately. Um, like I'm, I'm just super surprised that they actually let him go because, like me, me and you talked about off air. He's so unique from a lot of performers that they have right now, and I felt like he was a great asset to the cruiserweight division, and you know, just a, another representative of you know the African American community in the WWE, a great representative. So it was like I was surprised to see him go. And then like the thing is, like as you as you pointed out, like they, I don't think they wouldn't even think about releasing Leo Rush if wrestling was still booming right now. They wouldn't even think of no. letting him go at all. Like. So it was interesting. And then you got somebody like Rusev who also caught me off guard. But I think Rusev, like when wrestling plays back up, he's going to be a beast. Like, oh yeah. Once he's able to fully take control of what he, you know, you know what I'm saying, of what he wants to do as far as his career goes, he, he's going to be a monster. Like, I, I, I always think out of everybody, like out of everybody on that list, I will put Rusev behind Zack Ryder as far as WWE just dropping the ball. Like, cause Zack Ryder got over by himself, yeah. like completely, and people like wanted Zack Ryder, and I just think WWE was just like, well, we didn't get you over, so eh, you know, hold off on that. And then with Rusev, that whole Rusev Day thing, I think we all can say that he should have won a championship. I ain't saying this saying he should have been WWE champion. He could have, but I think that they really dropped the ball with him and Zack Ryder the most. And I'm I'm into it. Like, I, you want to know who else? Uh, I think will be a sleeper. I think Sarah Logan. She'd be a great addition to Ring of yeah. Honor Women Division. And and, and, yeah, first, yeah. And, and first of all, big shout out to Ring of Honor. Have you heard that they're, that they're actually paying people who they bought? So the people that, so you know, Ring of Honor, um, after the whole Kelly Klein situation, after Marty Scurll took over, you know how things have been going. They've been doing really well. And they were, mm-hmm. were going to do a Ring of Honor Women's World Championship tournament that started this month. Okay. Started, so it was, it was going to start next week, actually. And they had like a whole trial at the dojo, and you know what I'm saying. Like it was a, uh, they they had they had a bunch of people that they were gonna bring in for the tournament, and you know of course yeah. as we know the tournament got canceled, but Ring of Honor paid every single person that's not under they 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 are of course they paying people that's under contract, but the people that not that that weren't under contract that were um gonna be in the tournament, Ring of Honor paid every single last one of them for their fee that they were gonna be. Uh, wow, Good yeah for them. Yeah, so that's how you treat people. That's how you treat people. They they and and then the crazy thing is like I mean of course Ring of Honor they have Sinclair backing them obviously, but still like the fact the fact that they're you know paying these people the the fee the booking fee that they initially had for them like that's that's goodwill man and I'm telling you like when people get word of that that's only gonna make them one go to Ring of Honor. It's only gonna make them one go to Ring of Honor. I'm I'm telling you it's it's classy. So they big ups the Ring of Honor for uh you know doing. I just want to shout them out and um. Yeah, I think Sarah Logan's gonna be nice. Uh, Eric Rowan was the one that confused me because he was just on TV, like in main event spots, and he was had his own. You know, they they were doing some stuff with him until they did the Underwhelming Spider reveal. So you know, it's mm. 
it, it's gonna be interesting to see what wrestling is right now. I mean, wrestling is in a couple months, but like like you said, I, I completely agree with that I don't think half of these people would even be released if the independent scene and you know everything else was uh, as it was prior to the pandemic. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, they main evented WrestleMania uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, there's that too. Um, look, in terms of where, you know, where people will go, what they will do, I think Kurt Angle might have a little go at like blood sport or something like that. I could see that. Um, I think Rusev goes to New Japan, but I would not be at all surprised to see Rusev go to have a short run in the NWA as like a heel before he goes and uh, really expands his career and shows his personality elsewhere. I could see him doing that because I think he would enjoy it and it would be a lot of fun for him. Um, Zack Ryder, I think, will end up in AEW. Um, he's very, very good friends with Cody. And I think they 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 recognize his creativity. Like you said, um, Zack Ryder's got over on his own several times and wwe dropped the ball luke gallows and carl uh, anderson they always whenever they gave him something were very entertaining outside of one or two skits and segments here and there they always very entertaining um so i believe you know they could go to new japan they could go to ring of honor they could go to impact i know we're very interested in those uh, them guys when their contacts were up they could go also go to AEW and have a good feud with the, some of the tag teams there. Um, <clears throat> Heath Slater, I see as I wouldn't be surprised to see him go to Impact or Ring of Honor as a kind of part-time guy, stroke backstage agent. Um, Eric Young, I think, will go back to Impact maybe, but again, he's very talented. He could do various things. Sarah Logan, she'd be a good addition to the AEW Women's Division or the Ring of Honor Women's Division. Eric Rowan, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up in a a dark order skit, but I don't think he will. No, I, 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 I don't think that's good for AEW to uh, try to load up on. I, I think out of this situation, like out of everybody, if I'm AEW, the only thing I'm, only people I'm picking up is a revival and Leo Rush. Like everybody else, you just going to find your spot like elsewhere. Like I don't think uh, it's good for them to like just scoop up everybody. I think the revival and Leo Rush are probably like the only people that they should pick up like because they haven't you don't think really they pick up rusev no because like you like rusev <laughs> has been featured on wwe tv a lot over the past couple of months and like you don't want to become that place where people get released from wwe and then head to AEW yeah. or they leave that like that's it's too much like i think the i think the revival have been uh, uh, the revival are a bypass because they literally been teasing the match with the Bucks for like two years. So that's like yes. an auto for them. Leo Rush, I think, more so is because of just how much he can add to that uh, you know, that mid-card division. I really think he can do something serious with them and potentially be in a main event. Like everybody else, like I I, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's not good for them to like just scoop up whoever people think is like the fan favorite. Yeah, no, like, I agree. Yeah. Like the thing with Rowan, I think um, they might do like a skit with the Dark Order where they make out as if he's going to join, so everyone thinks he's going to join. But then Luke Harper, Luke Harper doesn't accept him into the Dark Order or whatever. Like, so they'll do like a nod to it, but with it, but they won't bring him in. Um, Sarah Logan, like we said, uh, no way, Jose. Um, I think he's probably one of the ones who's got a lot of work to do if he wants to get a 
prominent. No, role. no, no, no way, Jose. He can go. Like people, I don't think people. Oh no, I know that, it. but I think it's been so long since since he's anyone's seen it that I think he might need to go and build build his reputation back up. Unfortunately, to get a big, you know, to get that big push. I mean, I don't mean that he'll find hard hard to get work. I just mean if he wants to go, eventually get like that big run in one of the big companies then maybe he'll have to go and work in you know he'll go to like ring of honor or go to somewhere in mexico or japan and have a good run putting on real good matches and remind everyone you know how good he is because he is a very very talented guy well, he big as um, hell who unf- yeah man he got yeah. unfortunately got saddled with a shitty gimmick um my career can be jose and impact yeah, man. I, that's a good shout. Good shout. And Mike, what about Mike, Mike and Maria? Going back to ROH with Matt Taven and reforming the kingdom. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could I, do you know what Easy. I would do if I was there? Easy route. I would, Easy route. I would reform the kingdom for like five minutes and have either have Taven turn on Mike Bennett or Mike Bennett turn on Taven straight away. I would Pr- probably I would Mike do. Bennett turn on Taven. That's what I would do. Have Bennett turn on yeah, Taven. Because they got the history, haven't they? Yeah, and uh, I, I Matt Taven just got uh, he just got out of a program like that with Vinny Marcellia and Vinny turned on him, so I think it'd just add on to Matt Taven can't trust nobody, so it'd just be you know, yeah, add on to that storyline. Um, one which interests me, and he's shown uh, since Wednesday, so what we Friday, two days, and he's shown with a couple of video vignettes how badly WWE wasted him and how they just signed him to get him away from other people is ec3 he dropped a couple of vignettes with like little promos just him talking into a camera or him sitting in and talking and he's he can cut a promo man so good um they just dropped the ball with him um i could see him honestly uh i could see him in ring of honor i could see him in impact i wouldn't be surprised to see him in new japan just because he's different to everything they've got I think impact is probably a safe bet. Yeah, think? yeah, yeah. I agree. I definitely think he could. Wait, who, who, what was the name you just said again? Uh, EC three. Oh, EC three. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see. What I think EC three probably be the ones that um that ease that ease up on the signing the contract and just go straight to the independent scene and try to make his own way and do his own thing. Because I remember he said that he wasn't doing no podcast. He wasn't doing any interviews and. You know stuff like that, so I think that kind of probably maybe could fall in line with him being like, I'm not trying to sign a contract right now, so maybe I could just go to the independent scene, make my own schedule, do what the hell I want. And then on top of all this that's going on right now, sir, Daniel Bryan's contract is about to be up, so that's about to be fun. That would not fun, yeah. Remember when he, I don't know if you heard it, but he said it during the Bellas podcast that around the time that uh Bree's about to uh give birth to their next baby, that's when his contract expires. So he gonna get paid. <laughs> definitely, it's definitely <laughs> because all he needs to do in the next month or two before that's due is just drop a tweet, just one one line in in like a tweet, just mention it, or 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 a video or a podcast, just mention. Oh yeah, AEW. Oh yeah, I could work there. I think I could put on some great matches with X, Y, and Z. 
or New Japan, I'd love to work there. That's I'd love to work in Japan before my career is over. But but see what and then said during the during the interview, what he said was that he's done being a full time wrestler. Like he 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 wants to map out his own schedule so he can be mm-hmm. home more with his kids. Like he just wants to mm-hmm. you know like he what he said was ideal for him was like two matches a month. Something like that so, along those lines. WWE is gonna have to pay him Brock Lesnar money. Brock Lesnar contract, definitely. Or he's going. Oh, he's to gone. Go and work out <laughs> wow. I mean, I he, like it. he he got the leverage. He has the leverage. So it, it's either they and do what he they, they do what he want or he gone. Well, after the way they've treated some of the guys this week, I am very happy to see uh, them hit someone else have the leverage. Um, just finishing off the list, uh, Aiden English. Do you think we see a, a a Rusev Day reunion without the you know with a different name? Or do you I, think I, I, I think I think it's more likely that we see Aiden English and Simon Gash get back together more than Rusev. I hope not. I'd I'd like to see Aiden English. I think Aiden English since the Void Villains showed enough that they were right to keep him and and not. You know, when Simon Gottlieb left, they were right not to just, you know, chuck him, take him off the road and not use him. He was very entertaining. Um, And I think if he can show that same level of entertainment on the indies and put on some good matches and show he can really go, I think that he's got something that he could work with. And also Mm. he said recently that he's not done in the ring. Um, he, or he doesn't want to be done in the ring. So, you know, I think there's some, certainly something there that maybe people could work with and get something out. You know, the problem, I think, unfortunately for some of these guys is they've all been released at the same time. So companies can't, might not be in a position where they can sign four or five new guys, which then maybe limits their contract negotiations or the amount of money that they can demand obviously outside of your leo rush ec3 maybe uh gallows and anderson and rusev and zach Ryder. they i would say they're the main kind of guys who can really demand a high price i think some of the others not that they'll struggle but i think they won't have as much leverage when demanding a you know their fee or their contracts and stuff it's just my opinion. Um, Leo Rush, we discussed, you know, AEW, I think, would be insane to not pick him up. Um, and Primo and Epico, I'm assuming, will stay in Puerto Rico, where they've been for the last year or two. I didn't even realize they still work for WWE, i got to be honest. Uh, but apparently they did. Because they, they, they didn't... Um, I saw Sean Rassap say the other day that... Um, when I think it was Primo, they asked him to fly from Puerto Rico to have to be drug tested um, to Stanford to, to be drug tested. And he basically told them, nope, because they're not paying them. Like, I don't know if they're paying them, but they're not they're not working. They're not on the road. They're not using them for anything. But they still wanted to fly him in to get drug tested just for that, which I think is a bit rude. Um, yeah, do you see them staying? I think it's is it the WWC, yeah, the World, World Wrestling Council, World Wrestling Council. Yeah, yeah. do you see, you think that that's where they'll go? 
Um, they, they already been working down there, I think, with uh, the Carlos Colon and Carlito. You know, with, with you know where Bruiser Brody was uh was left at, and yeah, man, we ain't gonna get in. So, matter of fact, matter of fact, let's get into the dark side of the ring since we just you know. I was gonna say that. Yeah, dark side of the ring, Gino Hernandez, Hernandez. Matt, I, I did. Did you see the Jimmy Snooker one too? Oh my fucking word! Yeah, it yeah, infuriated it, me. I, I, I saw that last night. Jesus. Infuriated me. Wait, let, let me let me ask you this: I, you, you think Vince McMahon paid them people off for the Jimmy Snooker one? Yeah, yeah. So in Jimmy Snooker's book, he says that Vince McMahon went into the police station with a suitcase, and he came out without it, insinuating that it was a a case full of money. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I just thought even now is shocking that he was never charged with that murder um, because I've seen, I think it's three podcasts, which Jimmy Snooker did or like not podcasts, but like interviews like mm. on them. Um, he did the OP and Anthony show and a couple of others where he tells a different story every time about what happened every time. And it's like, Jesus freaking Christ. Right. He's telling a different story every time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, how come no one ever did anything to charge him? And then when they did finally try and do it, he was uh, too ill to stand trial. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, really upset me. That one did, um, like, frustrated me. Really made me angry because this lady lost her life uh, and just. He just carried on with his work, back to work in a couple of weeks or a couple of days, and getting he had a good spot. He went into big programs, finished his program with um, Don Morocco. Got put in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I did feel sorry for Tamina, um, like when it was going out. I did spare a thought for her because I felt like um, I Backlash wouldn't have wanted will come to, her. to her. Yeah, just the people would have been tweeting her and. You know, it's not her fault. You know, you can't pick your. That's family. her father, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had to make you can't sure. pick your family, can you? You know, it's not her fault that um, all this happened. It's not her fault that everyone's really angry about it and stuff. Um, and unfortunately, people with social media, people feel like they have to share their opinion. Um, that that that's one thing I would never understand. Like people found it so hard. Like, bro, you don't have to tweet like every thought that comes. It's it's okay. You don't have to do that. Yeah, and you don't have to tag people when yeah. you're to have an opinion either. Um, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> um, out of all the dark side of the rings so far, which one do you think is the best? I mean, you you you. I mean. I, I would say the one that, that that interested me the most out of the out of the first two seasons, probably I would say is the Gino Hernandez one because I feel like that's a case that isn't finished, honestly. Because I, I I do think Gino got killed. Like it was just, it's it's like clear as day that he was just he was in the streets. That's what it was. He was involved in a lot of stuff. So and I I think that the dude um. The, the dude who they had speak at the end, the one who said he knew closely. I mean, what what what, what they expect? What you think he's supposed to admit live on air that he he knew what happened to Gino? Like he, yeah, I, I know what happened to Gino. I knew. Which one was killed. that? The, is, are you referring to the one who didn't want to be named? 
yeah or the one who just got out of prison the the the, the one who didn't want to be was no. The, the one at the very end who said he didn't want to be named and he didn't want his face shown in the camera yeah. like they, they like he he came on camera and people was like i mean the producer was like yeah you know what i'm like what, what do you expect him to, you expect him to admit laugh on t like he could he could go to jail yeah. like if he admit that like what you think he's supposed to be like oh yeah like i i think he meant what he said in regards to nothing was going to happen to gino's mother because i'm pretty sure she had to live with yeah. that for the past whatever years 30 yeah, something years. that was quite like thinking that somebody was, somebody was gonna come after her because what her son was involved in or what he knew, mm-hmm. like so yeah that that was one. But like uh, pause the other stuff. I'm like, what y'all expect this man to sit here and admit to knowing what happened to Gino Hernandez? Yeah. Like he's not gonna admit that. Why why would you admit that? Like that that you you will go to jail immediately and they could easily charge him. Like this, I'm like that don't make no sense. But that out of, out of all the dark side of the rings, that was the uh. That was the most interesting one, and of course, like the the, the Chris Benoit one was nice too. But I, I feel like that was kind of like just a closure type thing as far as that case goes. But like we already knew most of the details. But like I feel like that was just a nice, well, not nice, but like you know what I mean, like a yeah, I know, yeah, nicely like, done, yeah, nicely done closure. And then behind that, uh, yeah, the Jimmy Snooker one so far, and uh, New Jacks was great. Yeah, I was gonna say New Jacks was excellent. Yeah. And I can't, um, I can't wait for um the Owen Hart one. Is that next week? No, nah, that's the last one. Uh, May seventeenth. What's, what's next? What's next oh, week? Uh, the assassination of Dino Bravo. Oh wow! I don't know that story. Yeah, he he was like in a, um, like like in a he the, he it was like something similar to Gino Hernandez, but not on the, but Gino's was not as like severe or like Gino was like just tied up with the wrong people but I, I believe dino was like in a like like mafia type like oh, right, like, okay. like he like he was like in it like in it in it like and mm. he yeah he I, I think he was i think he was he was somewhere and then they came and like shot him in the head like seven times and like yeah it, it was crazy. He, he 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 knew something that nobody else didn't want to get out so Mm. Yes, yeah. These, these dogs, but dude, Evan Husney and um, I, I wish I, 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 I hate, I can't. What's the dude? I can't remember the other dude's name right now. Evan Husney and um, uh, I, I feel bad for forgetting his name right there. But they, they, they are killing it with the these yeah. dark side of the ring episodes. And I, I know they teased uh, the um, the Eric Bischoff um, what's it uh. The, the the overseas show that he did or something like that. Uh, they teased that for season three. I forgot what it was. And then Eric Bischoff has told this story before, like when he went outside the uh, the outside his hotel, and he he like saw something like super crazy. Like when he was on his walk, it was when WCW did their um they overseas show a while back. It was yeah, it was something, man. All right. So. Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, the North Korea show, the WCW uh, okay, New Japan yeah. Collision show in Korea. Mm, yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, I, so I thought the the best, um, like from a documentary point of view, I think the best episode has been the Chris Benoit episode. Um, whilst I knew most of the stuff already, the fact they got like Chris Benoit's son, um. And uh, what was the other? Who's the other person they had? There was someone else who hadn't really spoken about it much. Um, oh, was it his sister? 
no, it was Nancy's sister, wasn't it? Yeah, Nancy's um, I thought that was an excellent... I thought it was two-part. I thought it was very well done and very well told, the story. Um, I The new Jack one, to me, was, was fascinating. Um, and like I said to you when we were talking the other week, um, like his upbringing and the the things that he witnessed and experienced explains so much about the way he is. Um, and I found that really super interesting to watch because it gave like a different side to him rather than all the interviews I'd ever seen before that with him was kind of him just refusing to apologize for any of the stuff he had done in the different incidents. Um, and they'd always just been him like doubling down on stuff. So it always seemed to me like he was just a bit of a dick, but <laughs> I felt like documentary like really showed you know, actually, this guy had been through some horrific stuff right. when he was younger. And and, and and one thing I wanted to put out, like, I'm I'm not excusing none yeah. he did. Because yeah, no, no he damn near killed people. <laughs> like, yeah, for, like, for real. But, like, you, like mm-hmm. when, when, when you see the stuff that he went through as a kid, like, seeing that at such an early age, you, you can see how that can, like, just derail somebody completely and, like, make them, like, emotionless in some ways, the stuff that most people probably think is not cool, like, he just was oblivious to it. So, like, yeah, I mean, but now, yeah, yeah. like, now it seemed like he chilled out. You know, he learned from most of his stuff, like, but, I mean, the, he he just seemed like he had the point, like, where it ain't, like, what well, like, what well, what's there to apologize for now? Like, it's already done. He can't take it back. So, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is from that standpoint. But, yeah. Yeah, the new the new Jack one was really good. Oh, I I did I did want to ask you real quick just to uh to switch topics. Did you hear about the uh the the the, the um all the wrestling promotions in Japan getting together to uh, come speak with the government? Yeah, I read a little bit about it. I don't know the 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 full ins and outs of it. I just know they all sort of came together to yeah, speak man. with the government. Yeah, so they, what uh, was that? Uh, what was the outcome of that? New New Japan, uh, DDT, Noah. All Japan, uh, Stardom, Pro Wrestling Diana, uh, and yeah, they they all came together. They had representatives from each of the promotions, multiple representatives, and they came and sat down with the Japanese government to you know basically find like a resolution to what w- what they were going to do as far as um you know wrestling in the in in Japan goes. And they 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 apparently made some strides. Like you know, ain't nothing finalized and you know said and done but they made some strides seeing like all these different promotions that are essentially like competing against each other come together and like you know put that whole thing together the only promotion that wasn't a part of it was big japan and i think that was because they um they kept running shows empty arena shows and kept having shows with fans in attendance and like even though people advised against it they kept doing it so they kind of got like Uh, and like it's like excluded out of the meeting so I mean, but you when you, like it, it's kind of good to see like so many different promotions like come together and like even though they all competing for the most part, they like now nah, we gotta come together as a group and try to fix it. And they 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 making some strides, man. So it's gonna be interesting to see. And the, the and it, it helps that the person that they spoke to, he's a former two time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. So I think it's Hiroshi Hiroshi Hase. So yeah, he. <laughs> So he, so he, he's a former wrestler, and he's like the one of the lead politicians over there. So like he, yeah, he, he, he know he know what wrestling means. That yeah, that's real cool. I suppose it's good that they've all come together and stuff because 
it is, you know, it's such a serious situation. That would I don't never think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I was about to say that. That would ne- I'd never, not, not in America, never. I, 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 I couldn't see WWE being like, oh, yeah, let's get Ray Water and AEW and Impact. Like, I, I couldn't see them doing that at all. No, you don't think that WWE is going to offer the performance center to, to AEW to run shows? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you did see that. Uh, Bob Arum, the uh, a boxer promoter, was say he was gonna contact yeah, them. Yep. So that's uh, we're gonna see, man. It's cool. We'll see. It's cool, man. Um, yeah, I advise anyone um, to watch the Dark Side of the Ring series because I've got to say every single episode is very, very good. The the Von Erichs episode I found. Really oh my goodness! Well. That, but that was so damn sad. Just bro. Horrific, man. Yes. Well, which Kerry is so. Kevin Von Erich is the one that's still here, right? Yes, still alive. Okay. Here, man. Kevin, um, Kevin like, Von Erich. I yeah, can't even imagine how he's managed to get through bro, all I of would, the tragedy oh my that goodness. he's been through. Bro, I was saying the exact same thing. I was like, when I was watching, I was like, I like no, not, not even trying to be like cruel enough, but I don't know how he ain't, you know, just be like, I'm done. Like, I'm out. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I don't yeah. know how he, how he kept going. Like what, bro? He lost what five of his brothers? Yep. Four, four or five of his brothers? Four, and like four, I think it's four. Isn't it? Four, but yeah. in like in like the span of what? Like in like six years? Jesus! And his father passed I, away I, I, too, honestly, right? Yeah, I don't know how he could get through it. Um, ha, like ha, said, have you I, have you seen him like do interviews before? I I hadn't before. I'd seen you know the dark side of the ring. Bro, have you seen um, like his eyes, they, bro? Like they were a bit it before is, my it, time. It, bro, it's it's sad as hell, bro. Like, have you seen like his eyes when he did like his eyes were, like bloodshot red? And like I think it's like that because the constant like crying. Like mm. it's 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 sad as hell, bro. Like for he he looked I I think the only reason why he's still going because he got kids. Seriously. Yeah. Like Marshall and uh that's a good reason. Marshall and Ross keep going. Yeah, what's um because Lacey Von Erich wrestles, doesn't she? Lacey Von Erich. I, I've heard that name before, but like I'm, I'm Did trying I to just figure... make that up. No, because no, no, some... what... no. That that's a... what was the Von Erichs in MLW, wasn't there? Lacey um, for a while. I gotta find that. Out yeah, yeah. Bad. She she's the she's the daughter of Carrie Von Erich. That's the one that uh, committed suicide. Okay. Yeah, she she's Carrie's daughter. And she's yeah, retired. I I, no, that's a real she, um, she was in TNA. Yeah, she did some dark matches as well with them. Um, she did a dark match in NXT, I think, or like a tryout. Yeah, or yeah. She she did some stuff with uh, WWE. But yeah, that's a that's a real person. Like, yeah, she she was doing some stuff in TNA. I'm 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 pretty sure it wasn't easy for her either. You know, like probably you know growing up finding out what happened to her dad. So yeah, gotcha. man. that yeah, that my, family I, dude. I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I just. It, I I wonder, like, how he could find the the mental strength to deal with that tragedy, after tragedy after tragedy for like that all that time. Um, but like you say, I think I have to say, even like not comparing the two, but even like when I've uh, had 
kind of like mental health issues or whatever over the years with depression and stuff like that. Like the thing which has always kept me going is my kids and my wife and stuff like that. And I think children can be a, a good motivator when it comes to like that breaking point. You know, not for everyone, but for, and I'm glad that, that he's managed to deal with it. I just don't, I per, I just can't see, I just don't think I would be able to deal with it. Like, um, but more power to him. It's such a sad story. The, um, the, the whole series, every episode is, is, it's got like, um, some sort of, you know, like they're all interest, really well done, really interesting stories. And I didn't know some of them as well. So that's what I found very interesting about it. And I have, didn't go and research them before I watched them. Sorry, mate. Have you um have you seen that clip going around about uh Jerry Lawler? But he was like said he had like uh, a you know what I'm saying, like all like this on the fence racist stuff. Like when he said uh Tozawa did like a ramen noodle uh Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see. Um, I wouldn't even say it was on the fence. It was very. I thought it was racist, and I just don't understand like why he would say that. Like you know, to me, you shouldn't be saying it anyway. He shouldn't have said it in the attitude era. Like I've seen a few people saying, "Oh, if he'd said it in the nineties, it would be okay." But now, you know, still it's racist. Not, no, tell me. Yeah, man, still not not acceptable. It's just that maybe in the nineties he would have got away with it because people would have been like, "Oh, it's just, uh, it's just a bit of fun." Well, no, it's still racist, and I didn't like it, and I don't like the reaction of some people to it. They kind of like, "Oh, yeah, no, it's not. It's not like that. It's not like that." And it's like, "Well, yeah, it is." So why you should people who should be condemning it kind of because it's jerry lola and they respect him or they they they're friends with him they they kind of stick up for him and I, i'm not a fan of that left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth gotta be honest they're motherfuckers that's what they are <laughs> anyway <laughs> um but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if jerry lola is not on tv on monday i've got to be honest he will be do you think? I, I just wonder whether they'll quietly pull him. Bro, this um, man, this man that said the street prophets that had Kool-Aid in a cup. He didn't call it uh what, what he said. He said Rick Flair was dead. Don't lie to TV. <laughs> like, bro. Th- when you put it like that, oh Jesus. <laughs> bro, he he, he, done, he done said the craziest stuff. Well, he called the uh, Kabuki Warrior number one and Kabuki Warrior number two. Oh my god. <laughs> like, well, bro, La- but Lala was at a Trump rally. Like, come on now. Like, if, if, if those things, if, if those things that to get him, like, off of TV, nothing will. I promise you, nothing. That's nothing. true. <laughs> um, so it's getting a little bit, it's getting a bit late here in the in the United Kingdom in Wales. We're getting ready. We're preparing for Andrew's trip to NXT Cardiff. Yes, gonna sir. Come and, yeah. He's going to come stay. Come stay with me. NXT Cardiff. Next time there's an NXT Cardiff. The, the next live event in 2022. In the year in the year 2034, 
when the <laughs> lockdown is lifted <laughs> and there's there's only like oh, yeah. two million people left on the earth real quick let me uh so so what did you think about killer cross's uh first on-screen appearance on nxt when he attacked well, his name his new name sucks no i like it i mean you to change it oh i mean they they had killer kelly but they she left she left in UK. and you know um in the the vignettes that they'd been playing beforehand like over the last few weeks, haven't one? Didn't one of them say "Killer Cross" on it? No, Mm-mm. I thought the one of the latter ones did. Yeah, carrying cross now, and and it looked like Scarlet Bordeaux with him too. Yeah, yeah, I saw those feet. I just wish I the crowd was just for that man. Like, yeah, we've got a big pop. Were you surprised that he went after uh, Tommaso Ciampa and not Johnny Gargano? Yeah, because Johnny's like seen as a heel, and I think Cross is going to be a heel. And but I mean, of course, he's going to get cheered. Well, he would have gotten cheered, but like now, is I I think this actually benefits the story because now you don't have the crowd controlling the narrative for the most part as far as who's the good guy, who's the bad. It's like they, they, bro, they are not going to boo Killer Cross. They're not going to boo Scarlet Bordeaux. No. Like, they're not going to boo Champa. Like it's just going to be. Let's go cross. Let's go champa. Like and now, yeah. you know, now that there's no crowd, you you can control who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. They want to make champa the good guy, even though he's not necessarily he's like the antihero, and Killer Cross yeah. is the bad bad guy in this situation. I think it works honestly. It works better this way. I just think it would be better if like what, what I was envisioning Killer Cross's title. I mean, his first appearance was he. What I thought happened was he, it was going to be at um at Takeover Portland. And Champa was going to win the title. What I thought was going to happen was, as Champa was celebrating in the ring, you was going to see Scarlet Bordeaux walk to the walk down to the ring, and then that was going to be the moment where everybody knew that if she's there, mm. Cross is here too. And then that, that that that's when it that's when it happens. I thought that's that's what it, you know that's when it was going to start. The the big pop, big pop. Because I mean, because I, I think everybody would have like as soon as they saw Scarlet, that like that everybody would have immediately they would have been like, oh yeah. The big, the big guy, yeah. the big guys here. Yeah, he's a bit different to everything they've got in NXT as well, which I quite like. Um, of course, he's uh, related to Killer K- Killer Kowalski. Um, he is, and I think I think I believe he's either related or he's trained by. But um, that's why he's called Killer Cross, is because of his um, relationship to Killer Kowalski, I believe. Maybe I've got that completely wrong, but that's why I think they didn't need to change his name because they could have linked it to that rather than the kind of darker connotation. Um, however, what I will say is uh, Alex Palowski of uh, Fightful Select, I think he works on now, um, came up with a really good idea for Killer Cross before he attacked Champa, um, which was that he was like, you know, do you ever watch the TV show Dexter um, about a serial killer who basically kills other serial killers or bad people? It's like he only ever kills bad people. Um, And Alex's uh, idea was to have Killer Cross be effectively that. So he would attack and, and, and feud 
with maybe other heels or like people who do what he thinks is despicable stuff. Um, which I thought was a really interesting concept because we don't really see that um, anywhere. So I think I just made up the Killer Kowalski thing. I can't find anything linking the two. So I think I just made that up in my head. I apologize for that. But yeah. what do you think about that? That has an idea. Is it Killer Cross is like a, a heel who, who goes after other heels. Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more just in line with, you know, with the, the, uh, the champa thing you're doing right now and him going out the, you know, sort of, you know, the, 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 the NXT fan favorites that everybody loves and just yeah. ridden them one-on-one until he, he eventually, sir, goes after the, the main, the main goal of the NXT title. Do you think when he does, it'll be versus Adam Cole or Velveteen Dream? Ooh, that's gonna be it. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're doing now because uh, looks like Finn is about to be in the mix. Uh, Do you because, think they? Um, because Walter can't to come to uh, Walter can't come, come to, the, to the UK to the States right now. Do you think they are backing it out temporarily of putting the title on Velveteen Dream? I would honestly. I would too. I would wait until you were doing shows with fans again um and i would kind of um i did like any particularly guys who've never held the titles before whether you know in nxt raw smackdown um aw if you're going to put a title on a baby face um who's particularly when they've never held a title before i would hold off until the fan you know the fans are back in the shows because um i just think it's it's like it's just not the same having that big pop like having watched drew mcintyre beat lesnar yes you know i was happy for him and it was great and i'm glad he's champion i'm glad they followed through with it for him i felt like they should have changed their mind and they should have had lesnar win and then prolong like carry carried on the feud because it just wasn't the same and um, I think that it's the right call to hold off on Velveteen Dream winning it. But the question is, do you do? Do you have Finn beat Velveteen Dream now, and then do Finn versus Adam Cole, and then you can either put the title on Finn and do a, like a redemption story with Velveteen Dream, or do you have Adam Cole keep winning and keep winning and keep winning until the time is right? To put it on Velveteen Dream. I, I, I'd rather just keep the title on Adam Cole. You know, keep just keep it on him for yeah. now. And then. You know, I, I mean, might as well ride it out with him now. Continue his reign. The uh, I know he's the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. So just keep keep that going. Because I mean, I don't, I just feel like Velveteen Dream when without the crowd isn't gonna be like as big of a moment. Like I, I think he's like so such a I think the, the crowd is such a crucial part of the Velveteen Dream character. Like even over the past couple of weeks, I feel like it hasn't really hit like all the way like it yeah. used to. So I feel like the crowd is like a crucial part to that character. So yes. you know, to keep keep it on cold for now. And then hopefully, sir, by the by the summer, uh this is all over. And then we can do the big switch and then Fick can go back to challenging Walter. Yeah. I am. Um, I one thing I am looking forward to on NXT is the Phantasma 
uh, debut reveal, whatever Kidna- it may be. Kidnapping people. Um, kid kidnapping luchadors, and uh, but he's not. He's keep kidnapping uh, luchadors who don't wear masks, isn't he? Um, is DJ, I don't think DJ is a luchador. I think was, about DJZ. Uh, wasn't it Woken Woken Wild? I don't think he's a a luchador. I know he got Raul. I know he got uh Raul Mendoza. So, all right. If they're not luchadors, they are uh cruiserweights. Should we say? Do you think that? They come back as his henchmen. Oh yeah, for sure. Stable, for sure, for sure. Um, and I, I do like the way he, like, he's got his luchador mask and stuff, but he's completely different to everything, like all the other luchadors they've ever portrayed in the WWE. He's completely different with the suit and the, the kind of charisma. Um, so I am looking forward to that. I mean, bro, you, uh, interested at least at the moment. But did you hear where, that, that Florida has? Um, I ain't mean to come on, but I mean, I just saw this story, so it just like immediately like came into mm. my brain. Uh, it said Fox they they reported that uh, Florida had uh, fourteen hundred new coronavirus cases today. Jeez, I wouldn't be happy if I was married to a wrestler. In the WWE, I would not be uh, comfortable or happy. Yeah, um, man. They're still still going at it. They should have recorded over the last month. We said it a million times, but they could have recorded six Everything. months of TV. Six months. They could have recorded for the rest. They could have recorded six months of TV in the last couple of weeks, mapped out their stories. They could have told some amazing stuff, and they could have really put on good quality tv without putting people at risk and i saw earlier um one of the uk reporters on twitter said that one of the reasons why they've had to go back to live is because uh fox and possibly usa may have um clauses in the contract where if they don't put on enough live shows or a certain amount of live shows per year that they get a financial penalty but my argument is, do you know if they put on a recorded show, which has never been seen before, mm. it was filmed live, does it not still count as live programming? Yeah, it is. It really is. It really is. Don't blame Fox, you know, they paid a lot of money, but you'd think in the current climate that they'd be happy. Look, just you know, just give us new, fresh as long as you're giving us episodes of Raw and SmackDown and NXT, then we're happy. Like, they could because you know, they could have closed down and said, No, we're not putting on any shows at all, and then they wouldn't have the programming. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why would they not just, you know. Just be happy yeah, with some sort of program. Yeah, I, I agree with you, brother. Sucks. Um, <laughs> he he slayed a selling a t-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, and it says I got fired. <laughs> good, good for him. I got fired. I got kids. Good for him. I am. Um, 
he's had a great run. But yeah, obviously. Can, can, can you imagine that. a uh, <laughs> just fantasy book? Can you imagine a team of Heath Slater and Orange Cassidy like them both being the, doing yeah, the same? Just touching on NXT as well again. Um, where's it gone? I, I quite enjoyed NXT this week. Um, we saw the debut of Timothy Thatcher with Matt Riddle. I thought that was uh, really good. I thought he looked real good uh, in the ring. Um, very, very. I haven't seen a great deal of him. I know he's highly thought of amongst wrestling fans, um, but I was very impressed with his work. Yeah, Thatcher's a bruiser, man. That's what he does. He hit hard. He ain't flashy. He get on the mat. He's a mat wrestler, and he, you know, he hits hard as hell. Like if if there's any matches you want to go watch, go watch his um his match with Davy Boy Smith Jr. They had a couple matches like all over the, I think around the independent scene, but I think it was one in MLW specifically. Like they beat the hell out of each other, man. Oh my god, that was crazy. They two big, two both big ass dudes. So it was a great, good match. And uh, yeah, I think AEW was real good too. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying the well, yeah, shows. They don't so like I, I I think just having the extra people in the crowd making noise. I think that just adds a lot to the show. And and Chris Jericho is hilarious on commentary. Yep, he is very good. I thought Cody was very good as well a couple of weeks ago. Um, the other thing on uh, NXT as well, uh, the NXT interim cruiserweight championship tournament is quite uh, interesting because they're doing like a round robin. Uh, kind of thing with the groups. It's like a baby G one. Yeah, um, and I'm quite interested by it. They, I think they're probably building up for certain people. I think Phantasma is probably that's why they had Tazawa beat. I think he's Phantasma's in that group. Um, but Tazawa beat uh, Swerve Scott, which I was surprised at. But they're gonna they're they gonna stop having of... Swerve lose. I'm tired of it. I'm fed yeah, up. they do. They really do. But I think the reason that he lost, obviously, it's a round robin, which does open up the possibilities in terms of um, not making the results predictable, if that makes sense. I, like, for instance, I think if this was a knockout tournament, I think Swerve wins. So Tozawa winning was a surprise, not necessarily a good one. But I think the only reason he won is so they can have Phantasm yeah, yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, nah, that's a good point. But the problem is, point. the problem is, is you're going to have Swerve Scott probably lose twice because you're going to put, you know, they're going to put Phantasma over him. So, yeah, I don't know, it sucks because Swerve has got himself over. He's very good and they seem to be dropping the ball. So you will get the Jack um, Gallagher, you can get the Jack Gallagher chest tattoo. I've already got it, man. Already got it. <laughs> already got it. Exact replica. Wouldn't like get past my hairy, my hairy chest. Eight, eight boats on your chest. He looks like, uh, <laughs> like a ill version of Conor McGregor. Um, it's not a great tattoo. I've got to be honest. That tattoo but, is trash. <laughs> I don't know who told him to get. Yeah. Do you think he did it as like a dare? Like someone said, I bet you won't get that tattoo. And he was like, I bet get, I will. He tried to get released. 
I dare you to get that stupid tattoo. And he's like, I'll do it. Tell me what to do. And I, I, I need somebody to ask them about that tattoo. Yeah, I'm sure it's got like most of the time. Most of the time, when <laughs> people get get tattoos, there's like they get them for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, probably, it probably has got some sort of reason. I think it's just bad. Um, I think it's bad placement, like body placement. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of Dexter Loomis? D- that character started growing me a little bit. I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like it. It's weird as hell, but I like it. I don't know why. Like I, I really can't explain why. Like it's just, it, it, it's starting to get interesting a little bit. And like I'm kind of like he's like starting to like stalk people now. Like I guess that's what he's doing. I think he was like stalking Timothy Thatcher. I guess or Matt Riddle, one of them. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what he does. And I, and I think he's also one of those people, um, just like Killer Cross, like in a way that kind of benefits better from no crowd being there, because like you can't like like no crowd can't really like judge him like a crowd like they don't there's no crowd for it, no crowd there for uh, for them to judge him. So like he can you know I think I think it just worked. The character comes way off way better when it's not people chanting and you know. Uh, they can comment. Yeah, they can. Like they can. Uh, they can tell the stories, can't they? Um, like the way they want to, and they can portray who they want to portray as the bad guy. And I think it's a bit easier. Um, but yeah, I'm interested in him. He's got a very like serial killery vibe to him. Um, but yeah, there's a few things on NXT which um, I'm very interested in where they take it. I'm interested in what Triple H will do with the round robin tournament. And I'm interested in Dexter Loomis, where they'll go with him. I'm interested in Phantasma coming in. I'm interested in Finn versus Velveteen Dream. Um, one thing I'm struggling to be interested in is the tag team, which Malcolm Bivens is with, which is a shame because I really like Malcolm Bivens. Um, but this tag team is not doing it for me at the moment. Give him some time, man. Give him some time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not judging yet because obviously we haven't seen a great deal of them really. I, I think they, I think they're just still green in the ring. That's all. Like they're not like some super hyper experienced like wrestlers at all. Like they have majority like have been on the house show loop. Like they really haven't. I don't think they've been on NXT TV at all. Like all they've done, yeah. all they've done are the Florida house shows. Like they haven't even gotten the opportunity to go on the road. All they've been doing is the Florida stuff, like so they they're not they're green as hell in the ring, and I think that like it get Malcolm Bivens being there just alleviates the whole thing of them having to talk at all. Like I mean, they can obviously, and and it can like they they come off very um they come off very well when they're speaking in their native tongue. I think that's a good thing. So yeah, they like um they. Like they got a, I think they, 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 so with that in mind, all right, they're not doing it for me from a promo point of view at the moment, but because they're green in the ring, they're doing the right thing in building them up outside the ring and not overexposing them where they make an error or they look green. You can build up their characters. And then if you do that well enough, and then you give them a couple of squash matches. It doesn't matter too much that they're green, as long as they can, you know, as long as they can go to a certain degree. 
if you do the character work first, you can excuse uh, to a certain level not being amazing in the ring, shall we say? Yeah. Um, AEW. Uh, what did you make of Lance Archer's uh, introduction so far over the last few weeks? Uh, you know, I'm I'm I always like uh, you know, Lance even dating back to when he was in um, uh, he was doing like some appearances for Wrestle Circus. Like I always liked how he react. Like the crowd they used to say he used to have a trance stamp. It was hilarious, and I, I used to like how they uh, how he used to react back to them. And I think yeah. he, I think he had a solid run in New Japan. Like yeah, I I, I always been a uh, one of those guys who was really interested in uh in Lance Archer. I think he's. You know, he got, got the size, he got the look. I, I honestly think he should be the um, the TNT champion. I think he should win it all. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be uh, this is gonna be interesting to see what he does in AEW going forward. The Jake Jake the Jake Roberts is doing some incredible promo work for Lance Archer. Some of the best heel promos in anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he got the. I'm glad he was able to get out that hotel. Finally, because mm-hmm. he he was traveling in Atlanta hotel for like three weeks because of the coronavirus. Thing. I remember. Um, wow. DDP DDP told him that uh, if he left to go do the AEW thing, he was going to you know tough it out for a few weeks because of the you know DDP mm-hmm. had a baby in the house with his daughter and stuff like that. So he wanted to, to take the risk of nobody getting sick. So Jake Roberts was yeah. stuck in a hotel in Atlanta for like. Three weeks, and uh, yeah, he, he, he DDP uh let him back in the house. I think like a week ago, and they they've been taking care of him ever since. So he good now. But like, I mean, DDP did tell him he was like, you know, if you leave, then you know, I, I can't take the risk because we got a baby in here. Like, you know, yeah, man, yeah, so, can't yeah. Uh, can't risk it. Yeah, so um, I mean, I'm glad he's back now, and I, I I think he did most of those promos honestly from. From the whole, it was. I, I think he did most of them either from the hotel or he did those promos like when they did uh, those mass tapings. But either way, they were they were great. They were very good. Um, I thought that AEW did an excellent job uh, through this show of building to Jake Hager and John Moxley. They had big John McCarthy. They had uh, who's a, an MMA referee from UFC and Bellator and all these different companies. They had. Uh, Mike Goldberg, who of course was the main commentator on UFC for years, now works for Bellator. Um, who else did they have? They had loads of people from Ron MMA Funches. and and wrestling. Um, yeah, they had Ron Funches on there. They had uh, who else? They had they had a couple. Uh, just, uh, what was his name? His last name was Thompson. It's it's some Thompson. I can't remember his last name, but yeah, he he was on there. I think he's a fighter. Uh, yeah, man, I, I I really like that uh that that piece they had like it, it filled TV time as well, and it was like a nice yeah. way to fill TV time by having people make predictions about it, and like you, you saw that most of the MMA people uh, chose Jake Hager, and then more of the the wrestling based people they chose John Moxley. I think that was, I think that was like a real nice you know touch. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Um, I think, yeah, I, I thought. NXT was slightly better this week, but I've been entertained by AEW every single week since the uh, since the ring uh, since the fans have not been able to go to the arenas, which I think is a real testament to how well 
they've been doing stuff. What did you think of the Jake Hager John Moxley match? Went too long. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, I, I I didn't necessarily. I was like in and out throughout the whole match. It was it was just too long for me. Like I, I felt like you trying to go thirty some minutes with no fans is yeah. It, it ain't ideal. Like the the, the, the last one that they went that went that long that was I say kept my attention the whole time was when uh King Omega defended the Triple A title against Sammy the Triple A Mega title against Sammy Guevara like that that held my attention. Yes. But that's because they so fast paced and they keep up like with the like you know it, it's hard to keep people's attention when there's no screaming crowd you know stuff. But Kenny Omega and um Sammy did real well with that, but just like the, the style that Jake Hager and Moxie did, like they like tried to keep it like Matt based for the majority of the match and like MMA style. Like, yeah, nobody wants to see that, man. Like, if you if, if you ain't about to no. throw this man off the balcony, I don't want to see it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, yeah, I think I gotta say, there's not been many long matches. Uh, since the, we've been having these empty, empty arena matches, there isn't many long matches which I've really been able to stay invested in for the whole time. Yeah, um, but uh, and, as, as far as next week goes, I I know NXT. They I think they beat AEW twice, twice in a row. Yeah, and I, I think they're gonna get them again next week. And I think it's gonna be just off the strength that it's gonna be uh they're gonna be live. NXT gonna be live next week, and uh it's gonna be Drake Mavericks last match. So I, I I think that's gonna bring in a lot of people. So yeah, and I I know he I know he definitely gonna promote it. I I, I think that's probably gonna be why like one of the more like emotional type matches because this is it's look like this not no storyline like this is legit. Could be his last match. Yeah. I, honestly, I think it would be cool as hell if he. No, well, I think he's facing Jake Atlas. So I don't. I I doubt. I doubt it. Like they like they just signed Jake, so I I don't think they gonna have him lose twice already in his nxt run so i mean it's it's, it's gonna be it's, 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 it's I, I'm, I'm more like out of everything that's promoted for next week like even the finn ballard velvet i'm i'm interested in drake maverick's last match the most i got everything yeah i am do you know what i would really love to see is i would because drake drake maverick has been so good for wwe he's been very uh what's the word He's been very adaptable in all the different roles that they've used him in. I think he's been successful in all the roles he's used. Bro, that him. man pissed himself on live TV for them. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would like him to swerve everyone, have him win the Cruiserweight title, uh, the interim Cruiserweight title, and reveal that they've decided against firing him. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I don't expect that to happen. But I think that could be an incredibly emotional story whereby you say if he gets to like the final say and he kind of says look i'm still being fired but they said i can finish the tournament and you kind of build into this fighting for his job type thing but he's probably gonna lose especially if you put oh him no, in no, no don't do that don't do that like no no i i get what you're saying but like i feel like it's kind of I, I feel I feel like that's kind of going too far. Like as as far as like him like legit getting released, and then like them trying to like turn that into a storyline. Like I, I like yeah, that, yeah that, that, that's that, that's gonna that's gonna be a real bad look on them. I I, I would rather them like uh, honestly, I don't even want to see them like turn that into like a TV thing. Like if if you gonna give that man his job back, give it to him in private. Like don't don't try to like yeah 
you, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't try to like get views. Yeah, yeah, I get off off of him. Like you legit like fired him. Like don't don't try to like yeah. bring him back yeah. as a like storyline. Like like try to like surprise him live on TV. Like hey, we're gonna offer you a job back. We you know we just fired you a week ago. Like I, I think yeah. I think that's hella corny. But I mean, I I would love to see him get his job back. Of course, but I, I just. Uh, but I mean, I, I know a lot of people probably would like it, like seeing him get like the whole, you know what I'm saying, like the whole shebang, you know, mm-hmm. him, you know, all that. I think that'd be like nice for most people, but I, I just think it's corny for them to try to turn that into a storyline. Interesting. Yeah, I could, I can see that. I um, I just want him to get his job back. Oh yeah, um, for sure. I I I hope, and I think they will give him a real good send off when he has his last match, whether it's this week or. Whenever it is, um, give him a proper send off. Wait, I, I I don't even think uh because it is round robin, remember? So did so he yeah. Uh, so he's got three. He's got yeah, three yeah. matches. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 I hope they let him win one of them. Um. Yeah. That, it'd be he, nice if if he lost the first two and he could go out with a win, like to win who, his last match, who, but it doesn't matter. If he lost. Who's in his blood? I you no idea. Isn't um, it? I know Jake Atlas is in. It's him, Jake Atlas. I think maybe Tony Nese. Yeah, I think that rings a bell. Um, so just while I look at this, um, I want to tell you my idea for uh, Alex McCarthy, my guy, who I've got a show in the can with uh, that will be out soon. I don't know when yet. Uh, we had a great, great chat. Um, myself and uh, Alex uh, did a show. Like I said, and that's out soon. But also, he put a post up asking people today who they would like to see Edge feud with before you know before he retires or be what well he has this current run. Um, uh, and he put up like a little list. I think it was like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, uh, a few others. Um, and the one which piqued my interest was Kevin Owens. So in that first show. First Raw, when you get WWE fans back, they're going to be really loud because they've been not been in the shows for so long. You have um, Edge come out, announced by Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes out to start the show. He's blah, blah, blah. And uh, my hero, Edge, is here, and he announces he brings him out. And then we see the return of evil Kevin Owens, and he um, does the apron powerbomb on Edge, and he turns back to the classic Kevin Owens for a feud with Edge. You feeling that, my friend? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm always down for uh, a KO Edge feud, always. I think that'll be something that a lot of people would be interested in. So, yeah, I'm all for uh, Kevin Owens and Edge uh, mixing it up. And I know that'd be probably be something real cool for KO to do, like, off his bucket list. Yeah, man. Um, so okay, so Group A is Kushida, Drake Maverick, Tony Nice, and Jake Atlas, and uh, Group B is uh, Tazawa, Phantasma, Jack Gallagher, and Swerve Scott. So yeah, yeah. you could have uh, Drake Maverick kind of lose a couple and then win his last match versus whoever. You know, you'd know that he's out. But he could have like a nice send off, win a match. Because I think, you know, like you said, he pissed his pants on live TV for them. The least they could do is give him a decent send off. 
after firing him in a time when he can't go and work anywhere else. Uh, and uh, PW Winsider just reported. Uh, let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, here you go. They back on, brother. Uh, so yeah, um, Tanar Conti just got released, according to PW Insider. Yeah, I got a feeling there's gonna be some more today. Oh, yeah, oh, so it's bad, man. Do, 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 do you remember when she um when she wore when she wore that shirt that they released? Yeah, vaguely I remember something like that. She wore like a t shirt which said release me or something, wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great look though, is it? <laughs> Working and stuff like that, but you know, it is what it is, I suppose. Um okay, so was there anything else? Oh, I'll tell you what I wanted to talk about. Was um, Have you been watching BTE the last few weeks? Mm, I, I've been, like, in and out of it. Like, I've seen, I seen like, highlights so watched- and stuff. I saw, like, the Marty Skrull and Flip Gordon appearance. And- Maybe, yeah, I was going to say, have you seen the ones, like, this week, or where it was, like, part one, part two, and part three, build into... Yeah, the Matt Jackson uh, match, yeah. Yeah, those guys, they fair play to them. They're very, very creative. You know they're stuck at home. They 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 got a ring set up in their garden, in their back garden, and they because they live close to uh, all the SoCal and censored guys. They're kind of like they're putting on shows on BTE instead of doing the usual being the elite stuff and the vlogs and stuff like yeah, because that. Because they, they're, they're, they're not going to be on Dynamite because they they weren't at the tapings. Yeah, because they, they can't can travel, be- can they? They couldn't get out, so I mean, they they could get out, but like they like it's not a smart move, so you know, like, you know, who, who, especially because they've got you know they got families, don't they? Yeah, so yeah, cool, cool. I think it's uh, kudos to both of them. I mean, both you know uh, that whole so, so uh, Southern California crew for coming together and trying to put together content for BTE, and uh, you know, kudos to AEW for you know being able to work without most of their top guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's impressive, isn't it, to be putting on entertaining shows with um, AWs missing like a lot of their top top guys, like Neville. They haven't had for not Neville now is he? Um, fuck's sake, what's his name? Pack. What's his name now? Pack. Jeez. Um, they have Pack, and they haven't got the Young Bucks and the SoCal Uncensored guys. It's you know they're doing a great job with part of their roster um and the bte guys they've i think they've really stepped up with the creativity in the last few weeks just to try and probably also to try and just entertain themselves and do you know keep busy and stuff like that um but they've been putting on these great shows like not amazing wrestling and stuff but just just something um and we're building to the uh, Nick Jackson versus Matt Jackson match on BT 200 on Monday, which you know, I think that's a pretty interesting match to put on. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to expect, whether to expect like a full balls to the wall match or whether it'll be kind of like a bit of like half jokey jokey and then get a bit serious and then but then they've been building it as a proper match 
like they've been quite snarky to each other in the promos they were doing. They they could put on a great match. Let's let's be real. But in this situation, you know, in a ring in their back garden, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Definitely, I hundred percent agree, man. I'm I'm actually looking forward to see uh how this match turns out. Yeah, they they're creative guys, aren't they? Um, is there anything else you want to cover, my friends? Uh, no, I feel like we pretty much touched on all the ground that we uh what talked about. Touch? Oh, I know. What well, um, what did you think of the NXT title match last week? Uh, not NXT title. Uh, oh, what was it? The what main evented NXT last week? Matt Riddle and Tim Thatcher. Uh, Champa and uh, Gargano. What did you think of that? Uh, I think it was solid. Like, I I, I really like it. It kind of went kind of. I, I don't I don't know what it is, but I, like I, I think I'm like sort of like not interested in like super long matches right now. Yeah, like, it's, it's difficult, not, isn't it? It's not. It's not really my thing to watch right now. Like super long, I rather things be like fifteen minutes max. Honestly, um, mm. but yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think it was good. Like they, it reminded me how like the five wrestling shoots their matches and uh, a couple of other independent promotions out there. How they shoot their matches with the lighting, um, the lighting of the ring and like the smoky background and you know, uh, mm. you know the three sixty cam in the ring. I think that um, that adds like a lot to it. But I, that's because I'm like a production nerd. Like I like that type of stuff. Like I like the cameras and like the light. I I love that stuff. Like that's that's actually that was actually more interesting than me. I I found myself more interested in that than the actual match. Honestly, God, I just thought the yeah. production was cool as hell. So yeah, that, that's pretty much my thoughts on it. Um, and I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, uh I've forgotten their tag. I did write it down. JD on i think it's twitter um he sent me a really nice dm basically just saying um that mine and yours breakdown of the firefly funhouse was the best he had seen uh anywhere he said he'd watched a few different ones um different videos and stuff like that um and he asked if i'd put our breakdown of the match over some pictures and clips of it and put it up on like social media and put up on YouTube as an isolated clip, um, which I'll look into doing. But it was he was just really, really kind. Um, he said he'd been having a tough time uh, recently and WrestleMania really cheered him up. And uh, he's he was keen. He watched our show, watched our review of it, which he said he really enjoyed. And he said that just our our breakdown of all the little bits and pieces in the Firefly Fan House, he thought was excellent and as good as anyone's so shout out to him shout out to jd shout out to jd shout out to you brother and uh and also yeah keep your keep your head up jd we're uh it's all tough time for everyone at the moment we're all having good days we're all having bad days but we're all in it together my friend keep going and uh we'll be back next week my friend we back next week bro Try to put me on the spot. Yeah, we're gonna be bad next. I can't. No, no, it's up to you. It's, I, no, no, don't feel you have to. No, no, I'm just messing around. We, we definitely can do next week. No problem. And I ain't doing nothing anyway. <laughs> Stuck at home. But um, yeah, 
guys, we gotta check all our shows out. Um, Come, we could do it the same time, same day, uh, next week. So, yeah, Friday, and then yeah. we can recap the whole week because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of news, always is. Yeah, I think that's a good, it's a good day, isn't it, at the moment where there's no pay per views and stuff. It's, we can go through uh, the news of the week and stuff. I like it. Um, guys, check out youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews for the very best wrestling interviews on the internet. And that is no exaggeration. This man who you cannot see at the moment <laughs> in this beautiful, beautiful picture, but here <laughs> is the most talented and creative writer and interviewer in wrestling media. And uh, I'm not just saying that he is too kind, too kind. Check out his YouTube channel, subscribe, and then leave him a comment and tell him that I sent you. And uh, obviously here at Ace Podcast Nation, we do podcasts on everything. We have live shows on a Monday for football fans. We have a live, new live show on a Friday night, which I did earlier this evening, which was a bit fun. Contains a lot of swearing and laughter, though. It was good. We had a lot of, I think, about 400 people in the live chat, which was cool. And uh, Oh, wow. It was fun. Congratulations. And, uh, holy, yeah. God damn, holy shit. That's crazy. Congratulations. Yeah, bro. it was madness. Madness, my friend. But... um. It's not one for the easily offended, shall we say. <laughs> a lot of swearing. It's just basically two well two Welshmen talking shit for an hour. For fifty-nine minutes. We never go over fifty-nine minutes. But we do use the C word a lot, unfortunately. So I apologize Which one? if they come across <laughs> the most offensive one possible, which people in I don't know actually, people in the UK find it is that the most offensive swear word possible? But everyone in America who I speak to, they don't really seem to find it that offensive. So I mean, C U N T. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, see, that, that, you just kind of like validated your point. Like when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, that's what you mean." Yeah. So what's what's the most offensive swear word for America? Yeah, I, 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 I think you can figure it out. <laughs> to me. Yeah, no, 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 but I mean like oh, a swear you, word, you not like, like, a, like, like a... Oh, okay, okay, like okay. I get I mean, just like a curse, just like a curse word. Uh, Is there one that people are like, ooh, don't say that? Not, not, not really. That's not a slur. Not really, because people just say whatever. But I, I will say the thing that gets people riled up the most and that like people sort to of take it is like, if, if you say it, you might as well... Go ahead and throw your hands up. Some mm. people call somebody a bitch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I mean, if you, if I mean, if you, if you, if you, you, you gonna call somebody that? You mean, you know? <laughs> you better be, <laughs> better be ready. Yeah. <laughs> you better be ready. Get your hands up. Oh my goodness! And oh. I, I, this this Wednesday. Uh, I am interviewing the lead singer of The Farm, which is a 90s indie band with classic uh, classic tunes like All Together Now and Groovy Train, which I played to Andrew earlier. And I will tell you what he said because it was incredibly offensive to me. I say the same uh, way. I made the music. 
Yeah, we nearly fell out before the show. <laughs> it was incredibly offensive. I was shocked, shocked and upset that he would say such a thing about a band which I reminisced about. So they were this. They were the. They were one of the bands where I listened to their music, and it takes me back to being in clubs and stuff when I was in my early twenties on three-day parties. But there we go. It is where it is. Subscribe, youtube.com slash ace podcast nation. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are nearly, nearly at 700 subscribers. Uh. I think we're about two or three off. So last time I looked, I think we were a few off, four off maybe. But uh, yeah, we're nearly there. We're nearly, we're, get, we're crawling towards 1,000. Um, thank you, everyone. Yeah, uh, shout out on Twitter real quick so we can get there. Yeah. Do yeah. it, man. Do it. Yeah, shout out. Get there. But um, thank you guys to everyone who's downloaded and watched shows this week, whether it's the MMA show, the football show, the, the wrestling shows. I appreciate all of you. Stay safe. Stay home. Stay home. You silly people. And uh, check out Andrew's YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. And uh, we will see you next Saturday. For keeping it real with Andrew Thompson. Yes, sir. Thank you, boys and girls. Yes, sir. Thank you, Andrew. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to play the clip to finish. Because I didn't play it at the start. See you next week. Play that. Sports Social Podcast Network.